Welcome to the JA Show. We have a very special guest today and, you know, she's a dear friend. I had the chance to meet with her personally in when I was in Houston and we literally spoke for hours. <laughs> I think after two or three hours, we thought, oh, it's time to go home. And then four hours went by and we thought, that's what it is about connecting with people on a deeper level as well, because life becomes so much fulfilling. And one of her favorite quotes, she says, how you describe yourself to yourself is power i mean wow you can you know sometimes i like to pause and you know think about those things like what are we saying to ourselves what should we be saying you know what should we be saying to ourselves and so my great guest her name is enzo sorry enzo how do you pronounce your surname <laughs> i'm gonna edit this um, this is going to be so fun for me to watch i want you to pronounce my name <laughs> And just try because I love that because like I get it a lot. You know, like we were chatting so much before this, and I thought that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Jump into your fear, Laura. I dare you. You said it so. Oshoga. I like it because 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 it goes shoga. But it's nice. I love it, and I mean it. It's ochoga. Cho. So we say ochoga. Yeah, ochoga. Okay. Yeah, but thank you. <laughs> no, I don't get offended. I just find fun. Yeah. Trust I don't me, get offended. I, I get at it all. all the time. And people, I'm like, just say it the English way, you know? So, yeah, I'm so happy that you're on. And we're going to speak more about you because you are such a beautiful person inside I and out. That. You know, uh, truly, truly, you are. And even when we met, you probably realized that we had tears across our eyes because we just connected on such a deep level, like on a spiritual level and also on a mindset level as well. And it's funny, I speak about mindset. So, you know, Enzo, she's a mindset speaker. She's a transformational speaker. And we can see, you know, with everything that she's going to share with us today, she's an agile coach. She's a digital storyteller as well. And she's a survivor. She's going to talk more about that with us today. And when you think about some of the words that describe her, I just think she truly is, she's determined. You know, she has purpose as well. And she's so dedicated to that purpose. So that's something I'm, I'm so proud of in terms of knowing her and everything that she's doing and being on that journey as well. And she's inspired so many people across the globe. She's got that strong drive, which I truly love about her. And her voice is so beautiful as well, which she's going to share more about her story, which you know, it's just got so much power, her story, and how much she cares about other people. And so, Enzo, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Laura. I was smiling, and I was trying to figure out this glare, this light on my computer. At the same time, I was hearing, like, your warmth, um, your genuine kindness, and all this um, other things. I really, really appreciate you. Um, I think what you're doing is just a cause that I feel humanity needs, especially now. So I appreciate you and thank you for having me. Mm, such a pleasure. And we're going to get so much more deeper into the topics as well. But we I wanted know. to start off. I know. It's <laughs> <we're> scary. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so, you know, one of the first, I thought we should speak about your survivor story. To mm. tell us about your survivor story. There's so many, right? It's, it's, it's so many that I, I like, it's just like, oh, where do you start A to, you know, like how you have like 26 letters from A to Z and you're like, oh, where do you start? Um, you did call me something that I call myself is a mindset transformational speaker. 
um, I wish I could have like one word to just uh, like one word that is an umbrella for everything that I am. Um, that's why there's just so much of she's this, she's this, she's that. I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Um, the reason why I said that in regards to my survival story is I believe that you cannot take people where you have never been. It's um, something huge for me. I'm not saying, oh, like, I'm not saying in terms of traveling, like, you know, go where you've never been type of thing. No, not that context. But I feel like you have to experience something for yourself and watch yourself fall, watch yourself break, watch yourself grow and watch yourself become. And then transformation takes place. It is the metamorphosis of every single stage that you are in or every single stage that you're, ex you're experiencing as a human being. And after you've gone through um, your series or a particular metamorphosis, it is a transformation. And then what you can do with that is you've gained knowledge. You've gained knowledge and therefore that knowledge makes you an expert, right? Mm -hmm. And when you become that expert, because honestly, what is an expert is a fictitious title but what it means really it's just knowledge you only need knowledge and then you are an expert so after you go through your metamorphosis your transformation happens then you take that knowledge and then you pour it in and help others that are stuck or others that are experiencing it you know what I mean mm. so for me that is what I that is um, I'm not I, I I'm not putting myself out there and I'm just speaking from my heart quite honestly I'm not putting myself out there check me out I'm a mindset speaker I'm a transformational I will tra no I feel like I speak to people that are held back or feel like you know what I have all these things, I have all these titles, I have all these things, or maybe I don't have all these titles, but I want to be fulfilled, you know, I, mm, I want to, you, yeah, mm. because we all have different experiences, and a lot of people say, oh, I love my job, or I love where I'm at, like, I'm really happy, but in truth, if you ask them, what are the things that if you were okay, 100%, um, in terms of financially, that you would do you hear all these beautiful stories you hear all these things right and and so it's like why can't you do it why can't you do it now and then you begin to hear all those different narratives mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. so that's what i do is everything i do is about inspiration is inspiring inspiring those that i feel need me how do i find that out i tell them my story mm -hmm. i speak to women Right. They'd be like, oh, do you talk to so, so women? What about like the survive? Like you said, in terms of survivor story, you could go from A to Z. There's so many, but what's yes. something that stands out for you that you can share with our listeners? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. I feel personally that all my life, all my life, um, there has been verbally abuse going on there has been bullying um going on not my life now but just in a stage where i professionally and also personally um i felt like you know when i was like for example would be like a time when i felt like my parents um went through a series of being this high financially 
mm-hmm. to Dislo and everything was lost, right? And the next thing is you are faced where, you know, you need to survive and, you know, you're being called all these things, right? And then you tra- I transitioned again into a marriage where um, I was unhappy, but I wasn't strong enough to, because of the tradition is, okay, a woman's voice has to be this low and therefore my voice has to be this high. And I couldn't express myself. I couldn't be myself. I couldn't, I would say I was kind of controlled, right? At the same time, what happened to me quite honestly um, is there were all these things that I found out, especially when I was going, when I was talking to someone who was my instructor, my psychology instructor, I found out that there was something wrong. And what was wrong Mm -hmm. with me was this, when the reason why I was not bold enough was because I was abused when I was a child. Mm -hmm. Um, And by this, I say sexually abused when I was a child. And it's a hard conversation. And then and all these different things that it comes to culture and different things and all those things added up. It added up to me feeling insecure. Um, I hated it when someone told me that you're impressive. I would literally like be mad about that. When mm. somebody looks at me and tells me, wow, you're impressive. It, I was offended Why? by what, that. What was, what was it about the word? Because I felt like it was disrespectful to me. I felt like if uh, I felt like when anyone tells me that you're basically saying you're beautiful, and I thought you were dumb. And then when you speak and when you act, it's like wow, how impressive, you know. And I was asked that question, Enzo. Why do you think? Why are you offended by that question? Like I was literally That's asked. It. That's why you have to understand what are the risks yeah. within that makes you feel that way because you realize there's so much more to it, right? There's so much more. And that's the thing is I had to look back. I had to look in to my own story of I was abused when I was a child. And then we had all this series of losses. And then when it comes down into um, my marriage once upon a time, all those experiences that I've had um, physically and physically abused and, and verbally abused in so many ways is all those things added up that Because every single time, everyone that did something to me used words like that towards me. It was like every time it's more, it's more about the physical. It was Mm. more about the physical, hailing the physical. It was never about the inside. It was the physical and what the physical would serve. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what's powerful? I'm just thinking here that you said that you didn't, you felt like you didn't have the control. So what's amazing in terms of being that survivor you found that control, that you could control your mind about the thoughts that were going through and your actions following that as well, that you realized, you know what, this is not working and you needed to seek help. You needed to get out and you needed, you know, a better future for you and also your beautiful kids too. Yeah, but I didn't even, you see, it's, it's good that you said that. And the question is, and you, you asked me this question, when you, let me, 
Laura, I want to say something. You asked me, and so I want to hear a survival story. And this is basically off the, this is like unscripted. We're like speaking from the heart. And if you notice, I was, I was hesitant. I was hesitant because even now I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you with fear in one hand and power in one hand. I'm, I was hesitant because there's so many stories in between that and you're asking me to pick one. And every, each time I look at it, even now, even now I'm healing, right? Each time I look at it, I'm like, okay. Here's and a big hug for you. Yeah, yeah. And then the next thing I'm like, yeah, thank you. I'm taking that hug. And we're talking about this. There's something there's something I want to say here is how did I realize that? How did Enzo look into her life and how did Enzo go out? She was abused. Yes. Physically and all that, right? She was abused fine in the marriage when she was little and all those many layers. How did she get out of it? Let me tell you what I did. People, people, Mm -hmm. exposure, I was in a country where I've been in a country then way more than 10 years. And I did not have diverse groups of friends. I was not exposed. I was a trophy. People, I put myself out there. I put myself out there, communicated with people, became friends with people, started to expose myself to things outside just titles. And that was the transformation that took place for me. People connect the dots. People help you rise. People help you get exposed. People help you. And then you help yourself because you talk to people. You connect with people. And therefore, it all comes out. My confidence came out. I started to see my value. Not because I was told I was valuable, but because I was guided to understand why I was valuable. And I started to see that, you know what? I am worth it. I am beautiful. I can become. I'm not afraid of achieving. See, I, can I have love those that confidence. See that? <laughs> I, you yeah, shifted you. like that. <laughs> you know, hold on, I'm going to answer this question. And I know you're hesitating. That's why I asked you again. I thought, mm, where's Enzo taking this story? But that's it's it's funny also for you to analyze those moments when you are asked okay what's holding you back because I know there's been moments when you've been very confident in talking about it uh, and that's part of your story and that's what people love you for to say you know what you came out of that and look where you are today and look how you are helping people as well and even you know when we think about what's happening in the world today you know it's something that we we spoke about before the recording there's, I think there's, there's like two parts to it, right? You're so great. You spoke about people. We're so grateful that people are uniting and standing up for something that is the truth. And then you also look on the other hand is also the hurt, you know, the hurt that people have been going through, the lives that have been lost, how people have been treated. And so when you think about some of those emotions, Enzo, share share with us about what goes through, you know, what ex- let's start with what experiences have you had? We're talking about racially, correct? Yes, racism. Good. Get it out there. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to be sure. Okay. We are in the time of the great unrest. Everybody yeah. knows that. It is in the air. You try and pretend even when you're doing stuff like, I wish I could say it's all 
pina coladas and 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 milkshakes and it's all that beautiful stuff and unicorns and rainbows and everything you know like go about my daily life without even thinking about it no it is in the air it is in the atmosphere the world is feeling this tension personally and i said it there are two types i am a black woman a living and a citizen of the united states of america i do have dual citizenship citizenship at the same time i am a citizen of the earth meaning i am from here and i belong everywhere and i belong nowhere i have not directly been racially um attacked or um directly been racially called out like some people i know however i have been indirectly racially profiled indirectly experienced prejudice racial when it comes to my race mm. it's i am a christian i love everyone from every religious group and i respect that i make sure that i put that out there not because i want to look good but because it shows even in my friendship mm-hmm. and it is the truth i am not scared of who agrees or who does not agree with me i speak with my heart now personally i'm sorry, going so what about directly so, sorry and you speak yes. indirectly so what are some of those examples it's just that's, so yeah. people can be aware about okay then Yeah that's what I'm going to go into right now that's exactly mm. what I'm going to I'm going to right now when there is for example you're working I'm working with a team and then everybody else gets called okay to be part of a particular project everybody was called to be part of a project except me I am a female there there were other female members there and when did this occur This I'm telling you was in 2017. Yes. Mm. I was being called and I, I was being called and I was uh, and I, and I asked why I couldn't be um in that group for that project. And unfortunately I I was told that yeah it was they already planned it and um specifically this group worked better. And I was kind of confused because I felt like to be honest I felt like professionally I had I I hate to say this and at the same time I don't hate to say this I felt like I had um a better experience and better expertise uh when it comes to project management um to handle that to execute like everyone else that was mm-hmm. there and it didn't happen it didn't happen um and I wondered why I was never called to the table to do any kind of 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 speaking or be a part of a discussion and unfortunately this also happened in my church to be honest um only maybe i I'm, i'm being called as a filler so people can see hey we're diverse or hey we have some other people that of of a different um color here but we're being treated i'm being treated differently and i always used to wonder why you know like why am i not having why am i not having having the same opportunities and then i had to fight how did i fight i started to act how did i act i started to brag unfortunately why do i have to brag about what i have and where i am from 
before mm -hmm. I am being respected, before it's being seen like, oh, okay, so she, uh, oh, okay, I guess she can sit on the table. How did Why you do brag? Like, oh, this that? is who I am. This is who my family is. Like, like you know, mm. like, this is who I am. This is where I come from. Um, this is who my family is. They are, uh, why do I have to tell people that uh, my father was a, was, was a UN doctor? Why do I have to tell people that my mother was a, was a chief justice? Why do I have to tell uh, people that? Why do I have to make noise about that? Why do I have to work seven times more than mm. everybody else so I can be accepted? and sit on a table. Why do I have to do that? I was only invited by email. Hey, can you please speak on the panel for a next event? These are people that, these are a close group of people that I work with in a community. And you know why? Because I gave out a car. Laura, that was the mm. only reason why I was asked. Like, oh wow, she even gave out a car. I gave out a car for free. I don't talk about a lot of things. I don't post pictures of things that I do um, for people. We all struggle in different ways. Mm. And I, I, I expressed that to a friend of mine. And I told my friend, I said, it's unfortunate that I had to, and this was from my heart. I gave somebody a car. I was asking, is there anyone here that would need a car? Do you know? And I was sent, uh, I got this email. I, I transferred everything, my, uh, the car I was giving out. I gave it, nice car, by the way. I gave it out. And I was, I was like, I'm going to cover the insurance for the entire year um, for whoever it is that they feel that they want to bless with this um, car. And the person really needed it. And the only reason for the first time of my years being a part of that community, because when that thing happened, I got an email to speak on a panel mm -hmm. that people like me were never invited and people of my color we didn't have the chance. We, we are only just part of it, just so we are fillers. And that's how I felt. Maybe, maybe that wasn't the intention, but that's how I felt. That is how I you, felt. You thought, does it have to come to this? Um, and I love how you spoke about you have to work seven times more than what you see when you look around. Uh, it is a foundational story that we all can think about. This is what happens in the workplace as well, it's not, um, you know, you don't have to hear it, but also missed opportunities, how people treat you, they don't include you as well. And it's so, you know, as you mentioned, sometimes it's indirect. Some people may not even be aware, but at the same time, they are aware. Yes. Right? And so, and it's a long-term effects because how can change happen in the long-term if you're just not including people for those opportunities to be exactly. in great leadership, even though that you know you are capable I know it's it, it's even even with your accent, right? They would ask like that accent. Where is where is it? Um, where is it from? And I, I make fun of myself, and and I still speak, and I say. But the <laughs> thing is, I, I'm like I'm a hybrid, though. That's my 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 defense mechanism is I'm a hybrid. Why do you say you're a hybrid? I said I'm a hybrid in everything. You know why? Because I speak more than one language. Okay. I speak more than one language, so I am a hybrid. I speak English and I speak other languages as well. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, like just little statements like that. And I, I'm raising a son. I'm raising a son. I have to literally would tell my son. My son is, I mean, going everything that is going on, um, it's more like, but even my daughter, like, 
their friends are blind in, in, in different colors and their best friends, those are like family. I have in-laws that are white. I have in-laws that are Asian Americans. I have all those stuff, right? So it is a thing where now my son, thank you to his school, they're educating on them even now online, but literally it's hard because you have to explain to your black children that, hey, this is what is going on. And when this is what happens, like nobody else has to deal with that. But I do. It's hurtful to see that. It's hurtful to hear my other friends complain about that. It's hurtful mm. that it's just hurtful, Laura. It's it's um it's it's so many things I am filled with um so much emotions, especially during this time that I have to use my techniques on myself. Mm, and that's <laughs> no. what exactly I was going to say that as well in terms of so when we speak about mindset and limiting beliefs we know with what happens out there in the world but you know talk to us also about limiting beliefs because if someone says to you no you can't do that mm-hmm. the response should be something else no actually I can and then you find a way to answer that question I always first thing I'm going to say is we all have direct access okay to tap into our unlimited reservoir inside and I think we just have to realize that that especially when we feel intimidated when we feel afraid when we have when we have all the what's the what's that particular word um imposter strength syndrome that everybody everybody feels that in some way when we have those limitations those automatic negative thoughts that come into our heads um, one thing is we all have one brain right and i see the brain as the number one supercomputer in the entire world which you can tap into and as i said again it's, it's just going back to knowledge you have you have a brain and i have a brain you're a human and I am human. What makes or what made Einstein Einstein? We're all different, right? We're all different on different levels. But you need to find out what is what is it about you that you're drawn to? What is relevant to you? What do you connect with? What is it that you're so interested in that is purpose-driven, that can change lives and change you and professionally can help you as well? What can bring you your what what investments can you can what can you invest in you know what can bring you back a return in investments those things that you're interested in um that you're drawn to you know it's not just oh passion we all have to have passion right for anything we're drawn to, keep to. Us but, going. Mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's more than that is is what what can you do with your gifts what how can you how can you bring it in and if you want to monetize it yes don't feel bad about it don't feel bad that you're trying to monetize you know uh, you're tapping into your gift and you're like wow how can i or sometimes we even find ourselves in places that uh, we find ourselves in careers or uh or 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 a particular setting that we later when we're in it we're like oh this is not for me you know like mm-hmm. this is not for me i don't connect with this this is not really doing me any good which is fine but then after that what do you do you have to you will figure it out we're all in this we're all figuring it out all of us we're figuring it out just start and all things will happen you know so that's what i say is tap into that reservoir 
find out, really do research. I love research with all my heart. Do research. Look at the people that maybe you admire that remind you of who you are or who you intend to be someday. Um, look at what they do. Um, they should be your mentors in a way, you know, um, right. fix, yeah, mm -hmm. you should be intentional and selective about those things. Then you know what you, you're going to do. Don't just copy. Don't copy. Let them inspire you and motivate you, right? But you know what you're going to do? You're going to put your flavor in it and you're going to become. So you take from here, you take from there, you merge it with who you are, and then you become that. You know what mm. I mean? So that's how you tap into it. Um, that's how you become. That is how when you have those limited beliefs, honestly, just find those things. Um, talk to people. I feel like connections are just the most powerful. We Absolutely. are the formula. Mm. Yeah. And that's so true in so many ways about sometimes that you may think, okay, you could have a limiting belief, for example. Mm -hmm. But when you are surrounded by amazing people around you, they will tell you what you're worth. You know, what? There, there's, there's something about you. I think you're good at this or that and pick up on those signals. Uh -huh. And even, you know, I, I find that throughout my life as well. It just kind of confirms your gift. And when you tap into that gift, like you mentioned, when you truly tap into that gift, all of, and you have that strong desire within, that limiting belief, you can just stomp all over it because you know your purpose. You know what you were meant for. And it can keep you going every single day. And it's so, it's one of the most powerful things when you know your definite purpose, you know, you know why you're here. And great examples, how you mentioned as well, that you can look up to. For example, I love Oprah. You know, she's an example. She's a woman as well, you know, a woman of color, but look at the success that she's made. And so you know, it's easy to think that if you, if you have suffered from any discrimination, for example, and I have, so I'm speaking from my own personal experiences that you could have that limiting belief thinking, oh, it's because of my colour, it's because of my background, it's because of my gender. But hold on, there are so many amazing people out there who were able to confront all of those things that were said about them. And then it doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter. If you've got that definite purpose and you know that gift inside of you and you have that faith to keep going, wow, the doors will open. And the thing is, a journey doesn't always get easy because it's meant to get harder because as we get better as well, <laughs> we realize through that, right, Enzo? And yeah, it's just, it's one of those things you just have to step out, you know, make that decision as well and know what those limiting beliefs are, you know, being mm. well aware what they are. And Enzo shared it when, you know, she was a lot younger and it was sometimes you realize over life that you could be hiding it. And mm. I'm so happy with every. I'm so happy that people are uniting. It doesn't matter, you know, what their background is, but across the whole world, just the love and the compassion that people like are never bearing. before. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I just thought, wow. And so when you think about when is the right time to speak up, you know, and for a long time I didn't really speak up because of, you know, we spoke about the indirect and direct and all the discrimination that you can experience. And trust me, I experienced a lot myself that I thought, you know what? If now, like if you think about a time that is great to speak up, now is one of the best times to speak up. Mm. I know now that, that the change makers, I call them, 
um, everyone, the Avengers assemble, you know, everyone is, is speaking about change, diversity, everyone is talking about being inclusive. And this is a time where we get to see like, how do you say it? Um, put your money where your mouth is. Like, mm -hmm. if you say, empathy, authentic, all those things, compassion, if that's what you preach. This is actually now, this is a test. We are in the time where all these things are going to be shown by our actions and our beliefs. Are we scared that maybe people won't like us because of what we're saying? Because of we're saying, hey, um, this is about the just cause. Uh, we need to, we really need to trust and believe that everyone is the same because we are. Um, I like um, what, um, um, what's her, um, this lady, Elliot, Miss Elliot, Elliot, Jane Elliot said, yeah. and she said, and which, which I love is, is basically what, what you, what you have learned, you can unlearn. Mm. And that's the truth. And, and the thing is you hate is something you learn right? Confidence is something you learn. It's also a practice because you, you, you build um, towards that. You mentioned Oprah Winfrey. Oprah's story, oh my gosh, you know that, right? I mean, she was molested and all that stuff. So imagine like having all these other people that I look up to and I'm like, why shouldn't I face a crowd of people and tell them, hey, my name is Enzo. Um, I was molested as well. I was abused and I have faced discrimination indirectly and in so many different ways. And I have become um, who I am today. And this is how I became that, you know, and you share that, you inspire people and it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. And every day it's a reminder, you know, even what you're doing, um, Laura, is a huge reminder that you don't have to wait and have all those important things in place. Oh, I have to wait till I have the important um, office, my important friends, um, everything needs to be together. But you just start, you just, you know, you just go and, and, and look at what it does. Abundance happens, mm, you know, and we're seeing it. Um, this is uncut, this entire show. You, you <laughs> we didn't even talk for like 15 Usually uh, we do because I knew that yeah. we could be <laughs> <laughs> but I, but that's what I like. I like to be in a place where I'm being asked something and I, I, I want the human emotions. I, I do not like, it depends right on the setting. Um, but it depends on the setting where, you know, you have to come out. Oh, I'm prepared. And when I speak, oh, everybody's going to say, that's Enzo, the agile coach. Like, wow, like she has all this, you know, no, I mean, I've, all those things have happened to me. But um, I think because of the emotional roller coaster for me throughout, it's been a very difficult time um, mentally in terms of racial indifferences mm. and looking at my children and watching videos and the news, um, I people say stay away from the news. I am the queen of saying reduce the news. Know when to turn on and when to turn off and research. Don't just see what is um, in front of you. Your, your show is basically putting, bringing, is inspiring others, is putting out good information um, that can touch lives. If what I'm saying here in any way adds um, value to anyone here, I believe that my mission is done. Um, I am just myself and I am open to speak and I am glad that um, somehow me and you were able to 
you were able to kind of draw something as well that you could tell that oh my god Enzo why are you being uncomfortable That's not right, trying Enzo. to yeah right. yeah you know? and just imagine I'm I'm an expert right but look <laughs> at me I'm feeling uncomfortable <laughs> like you know and that's the thing sometimes it's okay to feel uncomfortable because through um, comfort you grow from that and you have strength yes exactly my friends would literally say like what what Enzo like you are feeling uncomfortable because I'm always doing like I'm just like not a like you do it you do it anyway doesn't mean action you know what it is as well it's about knowing who you are Mm-hmm. You know, if you are going to put something out there and you've already spoken about it, okay, that's who you are. And I yeah. feel the same thing as well about racism that I'm so like, uh, if oh, I'm just so passionate about the topic, um, you know, really supporting, just supporting the human race, you know, supporting humanity, supporting why we are here and we all matter. Like that's something I'm so passionate about. And even I experienced it directly, Enzo. Like for me, it wasn't only indirectly, but also Mm. it was just direct. And if you see, there's a photo. um, I have one, there's so many, but there's one photo that really stood out. It was during my birthday and I was about, I think, three and everyone had blonde hair. And here I am, I'm like quite tanned compared to everyone, quite dark. And I thought, wow, even from that moment, I could just notice it was indirect. Like it was so subtle, like, just the way, you know, you spoke about how people speak to you, how they probably wouldn't invite you as much. And then I just, you don't, you, you pick up on it, you know, you, you pick up on it. <laughs> and even though, you know, I think, well, I know that through those struggles, you think, you know, I spoke about um, experiencing racism before that. I used to question why, right? Yeah. Why is there so much hate? You think as a little kid, you do nothing. It's just, it's just how you look. And yeah. you think, why? Just why? You, you question why. And then you realize that there is meaning to it. This is what I love. When, I, when you look deeper into why things happen the way it happens, it's about understanding human behavior, getting more deeper into it. And then I thought, you know what? It also allows us to have that voice today to speak up. And so I had so many incredible people. You know, the last few days I've been speaking a lot about speaking up about racism saying, you know what, we are all equal, we should love one another and really show, um, just show our love for one another and not judge one another because yes. of what we look like. Like it just, you think it just does not make sense. And, no. Yeah, and then, the, but it needs to go deeper. And I love how we're speaking about this topic because it's not just, okay, don't say bad things, um, but it just involves everything. It involves opportunities. It involves our dreams. It involves making, you know, relationships when you think that, yes, this could, this community could be open to me, but hold on, it's been closed off because what? How you look like? It just does not make sense. And, you know, you think about it as a child, right? You know, you're speaking to your kids about it. They're innocent. They don't know these things. They just, you know, they just want to experience life as a child and really enjoy those friendships. And then so when you think about as an adult as well, you think, hmm, can we be even more open-minded in in that sense? It's 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 looking within at the end of the day, right? Um, as th- that is why this time we're really, really very, very thankful that we are able to this is a time where we can really feel uncomfortable and comfortable to express that right Mm -hmm. 
you you said something um interesting like when we wonder like why why is this thing like why can't we just why do we have to basically just profile someone and say and another human being would basically look at someone and be like i am better than you they think automatically when i say they i'm talking about the word hate and those who practice hate not a particular color um but um in terms of racism is hey someone looks at you and they say well she's 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 tanned um she's not like us um this is what we heard or watched about her people you know therefore they transfer that and and you just wonder like that is really really sad but when you find those people that are open um and then you're like oh so this is love this is what humanity is. Mm. Okay, so why are the and then you begin to see that because sometimes we might be all we might be rushing to fit in mm. and just be obedient and not our heads mm. and just be part of it and be like okay, it's okay because we feel like maybe it is the norm and you can't change that. But then there's power in numbers with community and you see that there are people like the people that say these things to you or treat you a certain way that are saying no why like we mm. need to be one and then what that does is that that ignites something in you and then you become a part of you know what humanity is and you become confident and then you're like I'm okay there's nothing wrong with me there's nothing mm. wrong with me you know and then you stand for what is true you will get a lot of negativity but you know what is the most beautiful thing and the strongest part is there's way more good out there's mm. way more mm. support on this topic right now way more but mm. i have to look in the mirror even me myself um to cleanse those discriminate discriminations that i have probably had with anyone or i shop because i shop here and this person shops here therefore i'm better than the person or maybe this person doesn't has this and i have this therefore i feel like i am better or because the person is a certain way or something then therefore you know I, that needs to be checked too you know what i mean mm -hmm. um but uh, you know we should not just negate certain things within ourselves and just say okay this is this i feel like we need to polish ourselves totally we need to cleanse ourselves totally and speak of, of speak from a place of truth is a place of authenticity and being right you know mm -hmm. so um I, i i connect with you because of your heart i connect with you because me and you have shared um so much i think maybe i'm i'm still getting accustomed to not being with people physically because for me it's like a different bond um to stand in a room with different energies uh energy involved and i'm expressing so much you know what i mean and mm. um so like i i feel like that is so pure and we have so many tribes around that is that we're all for this you know look at look at the world right now <laughs> look at the voices is amplified like never before you know absolutely absolutely and you speak about self confidence well, you know through your experience and through what you've seen as well with your clients when you see that sometimes you can lose self confidence just with experiences that have happened in life but also understanding that are you working on your self confidence because it's a daily 
you know, you need to do that daily work for you as well in terms of self-confidence. How have you found your faith has helped you with your self-confidence? Wow. Uh, that is a very important question. What would I do without my faith? I don't know. It's my center. It's my core. It's the way that I better myself to communicate better with others, to find, I'm finding my confidence, especially with, um, it's a good thing you said my clients. Um, right now I have people that are dealing with depression and I do not have any kind of um, paper expertise or certification to say, oh, you know, I'm a therapist, you know, but they're drawn to me mm. and they want to share in the experience. Um, of what I have and what I share and what I do I take it to a spiritual you know lane and I speak from that depth because it's it heals Um, it tells me that I can be I can truly be it tells me that I can while I'm listening while I am while I am listening and trying to understand I'm gonna find the answers in there and I don't have to, I don't need to be talking, 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 talking at. I need to be talking with my clients, you know, and that mm-hmm. is what makes me um, succeed. That is what will make me succeed because they succeed. It is from me, we to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it lives from me, just me. It's not about me. It becomes, okay, we are in this together. And it becomes, because we are in this together, you get to see and make the right choices for what is good for you. Mm, That's so beautiful. So beautiful. And when you think as well, I just had a, a great thought now. When you think about moving forward from pain. Yes. Right? Talk to us about the importance of forgiveness as well, the people that you've had to forgive. Um. I used to think it was easy to forgive, like, because um, when you grow up being religious, it's, you're being told, 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 you you read, read all these things. They're like, okay, okay, yada, yada. Um, but I think the biggest test for me, um, shifting from that to my faith now is it's a practice. It's um, forgiveness is for, it's not for the other person. It's really for me is for me to feel at peace. Um, One of the things I feel that can kill a human being is um, your convictions, your conscience, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, If you do not forgive, you are causing pain to yourself, not the other person. You're holding on to something negative, anger. You're possibly holding on to stress that can lead to depression. But forgiveness to me with my faith is saying I am letting go I will love you from a distance and I'll pray for you from a distance I do not have to be close to you anymore I do not have to fight directly myself but I will leave everything and forgive and say you know what I will treat you with kindness and respect. 
one of my favorite quotes that holds me um, in regarding this that is so true to me is, if you're given the choice to do the right thing or the kind thing, choose to do the kind thing. So the kind thing to yourself and to whomever, or be it company, be it a group, be it a friend, be it anything at all, is I am choosing to be kind. I am choosing to forgive, even though I know I am right, even though I feel that the communication was wrong and I wasn't giving a chance to express myself or to say how I feel. I am choosing to forgive because it is kind, because it's going to help me. That's how you heal. That's how you heal. You transform yourself through forgiveness. It's a transformational need. It's fundamental. Mm. It's very fundamental. Yes. And there are moments in our lives that unfortunately we do get hurt. You know, we get hurt. We don't we don't plan to get hurt. Sometimes it just happens out of nowhere. And so when you think about what is the power that you have within, you know, what response can you take? And so when you do forgive, you realize it's not just about also forgiving the other person. It's that release that you have, you know, from within. And I love how you use that word anger. Because when you think about that, you are holding on to something. And what does that do good for you? Like what good is it for the future or even the present to hold on to that? It doesn't make sense as well. You have to release it, right? And you have that freedom as well. And I think one of the most powerful things is understanding you have a choice. Sometimes I like that you said think, that. Yeah, sometimes people think, oh, well, that happened to me. And then you kind of accept it and that has happened. And you realize, hold on, if you forgive, it not only helps you from your mindset, but even from a physical level as well, because you notice you feel tense and, you know, you just, you hold on to it. It's, it's also physical. And so when you forgive, you think, wow, it's a choice. And, you know, you should treat others how you want to be treated because when you think about it, has there been moments that you've also, you know, it could be intentionally or unintentionally hurt others without even realising Laura, we all do that. We all hurt people without <laughs> even knowing. Like, seriously, Laura, I literally got a text message, a long text message yesterday from a good friend of mine. And I honestly just sent, um, I checked in on my friend. I called and checked in on my friend. Obviously, no names called. I love my friend. And my friend reached out to me. Very nice um, text, first of all. And, but... 24 hours later, which was yesterday, I get this long text from my friend. And my friend was basically expressing hurt. And I didn't even know that maybe I have acted or said something that rubbed my friend the wrong way all this time. I had no idea. And I was like, wow. Did but you the say thing what is, it was? Yeah. So, so it was more like, I apologize to you, Enzo, every single time when I do something wrong or even big or small, I always apologize to you. But you, on the other hand, you have never apologized to me for anything at all. So in my mind, I'm thinking, what did I do? You know, at the same time, I asked myself, what did you do, Enzo? And I'm reading, 
um, the message. And my friend, from what I see, is saying, I am invested in our friendship. And Enzo, you are not as invested as I am. And even if I say I'm late when I call you or anything else, I still say sorry. But you, on the other hand, when you say a commit to something with me and you are late, you never say I am sorry. It was quite it was quite amazing to see that. And I was, I, so the good thing is never respond immediately when you feel different types of emotions, I always say. You like always, pause, yeah, believe in pauses. Mm -hmm. You need to believe in pauses. It is, it is a practice of in, emotional intelligence. Like you need to really figure out because what, when you pause, you're not just pausing, oh, because the book says we should pause, therefore we should pause. No, you're pausing because you're looking inside, trying to figure out what emotions are at the forefront right now. What are you feeling, right? And then if what you're feeling might be something that you feel like would be negative, um, I always say, except if I'm saying no to racism, um, but if you feel like you're about to do an attack, do not make that move. You cannot. You cannot make that move. You really have to be quiet and do the right thing and do the kind thing over the right thing. And that is respond just like I did. This is a very hurtful um, and painful this is very hurtful and painful to hear, um, especially now at this time. Um, however, okay, <laughs> that wasn't really nice. I'm sorry you felt that way. And that was really it because for me, that was my pause. And that is what friendship is. Friendship is when, uh, and uh, communication is when, um, when you're faced with resistance, even especially if you're working with a team, Tell me to stop if you feel I'm deviating. When you're working with a team, okay, make sure, and I know you're going to edit it, so that's fine. No, when, this is raw. This is. Why are you going to edit? Laura, you better edit some things on it here. You're gonna send, okay? After, you're going to send me a message, Laura. Can you edit these parts out? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to be your friend. Like, oh yeah, but you know, it could it could be things like that. Laura, Laura, it could be things, but that is what friendship is, right? I feel like if you're really going to have, trust, yeah, right? yeah, if you're going to have that um, open, like real friendship, I think being nice, nice and and just sweet flowing all the time, honestly, I feel like it's, it's nice, but it's superficial. I feel like if, honestly, if, if Laura feels feels this way it's okay and i should really understand and everyone should is is you need to really look at it from another person's perspective because honestly you might think that what you've done doesn't hurt somebody but it really does in a way yeah, and you have absolutely. to learn to understand that and listen and the only thing you can say is i'm sorry I'm sorry, I didn't mean it in that context and understand where you, you know, you fall short. So that way going forward, you know, you do better. And you know what I also use as well, that like if I feel that hurt and I always remember that hurt, I thought, okay, I'm not going to do this to anyone. You know, I use it like in a reverse way thinking, okay, someone's hurt me this way. There's no way I could hurt someone the same way. There's no way I could say those bad things about someone because I yeah. know how it feels. So I would <sighs> not, you know, and I think that's a major release as well that you have on your life when you're conscious about that. And then on the other hand, there are, there could be moments where people do feel offended. 
and sometimes there will be moments that people will just no longer be in your life and then I think you know what that's actually is a okay. good thing because, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing sometimes because Yay. you are continually growing and you've got your plan everyone has their you know definite plan in their life where they're going in their life and there are moments in life that people will come f- for your purpose you know, there's a big mission for all of us. And I love yes. when you speak about mission as well, that in the right time, the right people will come. Yeah, You need to be very focused on what it is that you're meant to do. And the, yes. right, the right people will come. And then the people who, you know, who just not right for you at that moment doesn't, doesn't mean there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just where you are in your life. Yeah, you have, is basically like you have, you have, I feel like in every stage we're, we're outgrowing we're outgrowing so many things it's like you you peel so many layers like skins you know um and and everything was meant to be because those are all bridges every body that you've come in contact with good or bad they're all bridges they're all bridges they have played something a role in your life in some way it's that's why they say it's always a lesson you know there's no such thing as oh like yeah so when you lose friends when you lose um people the ones that are destined to be your friends the ones that are your truest friends will be there especially when you are being crazy they will stand by you and Mm. they will wait for you because to them they they are generous in understanding they believe in you they see you as a friend they really, really do. But the ones that are not meant to be that will fall. And it's okay to love from a distance. It's okay. Yes, we can feel bad um, sometimes, but it is okay. It's okay. Wish them well. That is the mm. most important thing. Always wish people well. I am not scared in my life, honestly, of um, losing anyone. Uh, because it has happened to me tons of times, but I have held on to so many people and so many uh, held on to so many people because they've been a part of my journey and they refuse to just go, <laughs> you know, mm. at the same time, I have added so many impeccable um, people in my life from all works of uh, lives and, and very diverse, you know, in terms of um in terms of complexities and and hues, our skin tones, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, so many different elements that we have to think about as well, like within our life where we are, we're constantly changing, we are constantly growing, and then also having those relationships that also accompany us in our growth. And so, Enzo, we've had an amazing discussion, so deep, you know, getting... <laughs> getting deep a lot of laughs uh and we realize that that is what life is about you know you're going to have your up moments you're going to have your down moments but it's also important to have those right people in your life the people who support you and love you you know love you unconditionally yeah and i think that's an important thing that it's not just love but love unconditionally because that is, and when you feel that, you know, Enzo, like your son, he said, you know what, well, I uh, this is what I can do for you right now. I can mm-hmm. make you a tea right now. That is unconditional love. You know, it's not trying to buy, but it's, this is what I have. This is where I am right now. This is what I'd love to give. And so Enzo, final words. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I was looking at something that I, I put here. I put a lot of things on, on my mind, but you said final word. Or words. Words. Um, okay, so 
There's a saying that goes, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So care about someone out there. It's not about the competition. It is about aligning yourself and collaborating with people. It is not about being better than anyone else. It is about holding hands in partnership. It's not about hate. It should be about love. So care about people, love people. Don't measure people. Don't don't profile people. Don't pre-qualify people because of what you hear or what you think. Get to know people. That's it. Just get to know people. Not the color, just people. Humans. That's so valuable to also think about that. Even when you're walking to, say, a networking event, even when you're networking as well, like really get to know the person, really understand what drives them. You know, what are some of their passions? Like, what are the things that matter in, about in their life? And you will see that they will just light up. Because when you show that you, you spoke about the word care, when you show that you care, and when you think about care, there's so many different ways, you know, giving people your time listening to them i think that's a key thing as well finding ways that you can give to them so there are so many different ways that we can also show that we can but one of the things that we that's available to all of us is our words so you realize the words that you were sharing with us is that you can show you care with your words you know it's yep. all available within us to show that we care so i'm so happy that you shared that with us in zone because it makes us think and realize that what's most important in our life is the people that we have in our life and I always go back to if it was my last dying days would I have been happy with how I you know I conducted myself in my life that I cared enough that I loved enough that I lived enough so we just want to thank you so much Enzo and to our listeners she's a beautiful soul she truly truly is and you can reach out to her as well on her website so it's transformmyuniverse.com Enzo is truly truly a beautiful person inside and out so thank you so much Enzo thank you so much um, Laura and my LinkedIn that is my I eat and drink every cocktail on LinkedIn (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah so make sure you also reach out to her on LinkedIn as well she's truly appreciate it Thanks, I appreciate Enzo. it so much. Thank you. What you think about, you bring about. But just make sure you also speak it out. Don't allow your silence to kill your dreams. Make it happen and know the universe is on your side, especially when you know exactly what it is you want. If you put your focus, energy and positive thoughts on what you desire, you'd see the abundant opportunities come your way. Whatever it is, if you have that burning desire, it's as if it was meant to be. You feel it in your heart and it moves you to action. The universe gives you what your heart desires. Speak your dreams 
Speak it out, and do not silence your dreams. Keep your voice and visions alive. For pre-orders of my book, Your Silence is Killing Your Dreams, register on my website, www.lauraerivero.com, and I'm sure to keep you updated on the release.